no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm your host, David. Taco here. And I'm Wolfie. And Wolfie's <laughs> back with us from the COVID train. Yes, it was not nice. It was not pretty. Took a nice trip. He's coming back into the living. And uh, barely. Glad to see you at least up and around. <clears throat> You had to say COVID train because all I'm seeing now is a picture of Thomas the Tank Engine, but with your face. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. <laughs> uh, but no, I figured we'd jump yes. on and have a few conversations, a little con- quick conversation about. <clears throat> well, even even though I had the COVID, there's still no part of me that wishes to get the vaccine. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, as bad as it as bad as it got, you know, I had I got a hold of some good doctors that uh, that pointed me in the right direction and and did things for me. Uh, I'm not still on a hundred percent yet, but I'm better than what I was. And you got actually pretty bad and, there for a minute. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, I did. I was on oxygen and stuff, so it got pretty bad. But uh, like I said, there ain't no part of me that still doesn't want any of the. Yeah, this vaccine that they've got, you know, that they're not they're trying to push on everybody. And that's still either way. It should always come down to a decision between you and your doctor. Is that the right thing to do or not do? And there's Mm -hmm. the government shouldn't be playing a part in it is telling you you have our governor of our fine state here says that he's not lifting any of the mandates or lockdowns or any of the uh, restrictions until we hit two and a half million vaccinated in the state once we hit that magic number um that he'll uh, lift all of the uh capacity mm. limits and mask oh well, there you go public. there's your little there's your carrot and your stick yeah and something so. makes me feel like that um, if you do to do what i those people you, aren't in this room yeah uh, but and this is what kills me is even though that they say they want this two million people or whatever it is they say that even though you get vaccinated you're still susceptible to getting it. Yeah. You're still well, sus- yeah. The, the doctor that ended up, I ended up using was telling me that, there, that she's been dealing with cases where people have been supposedly totally vaccinated against right. this and they still end up getting it. And so what's the purpose? What's the point? Well, I mean, nothing's going to be a hundred percent, but so even if, smallpox. even, smallpox. huh? Well, smallpox. once you eradicate the, it completely, but if it was still yeah, around, well, see, the, the vaccine wouldn't 100% protect you. It's just you have to get it low enough to where eventually it eradicates the entire virus. The problem with this virus is it's going to be like the flu, and it's going to continue to mutate, and ver- there'll be variations different every year. So every this is going to be the new flu see, I'm forever. Not, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to throw out conspiracies or anything like that that people are out there saying. 
I can't take this vaccine because, for one, there are three different types. Two, two of those types, you have to take multiple vaccines. One of them, apparently, now you have to take three, right? Yeah, the Pfizer. Um, the Johnson yeah, Johnson, Johnson, Johnson you, now they... It's which, recalled it, everywhere. They've <coughs> done it here. Which and, makes no sense. They had six patients that got blood clots from it. One died of the six out of seven million people mm-hmm. that had the vaccine. And every single one of them was a woman between the ages, I think they said 18 and 45, and all of them were on birth control. And they say birth control has a one out of 100,000, or no, 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 I think it's one out of 1,000 causing blood clots. Those those people didn't have to die. No. There are other treatments available that can be used to combat this, but they don't want to use them. Right, but my point so is that my, they're so. They're, in my opinion, your government and your, your their your pharmaceutical people that are out there trying to push this instead of saying let's just do what we can to get people better or healthier are just as at fault as as anybody as as any of the the people in China that let it loose out of their little you know Wuhan experimental laboratory. <clears throat> yeah, they're 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 they're, they're responsible because still, there's. From what I've learned from having it, there's protocols and and medicines that would help, and I, I can tell have have helped me, brought me back from the edge. Uh, but you can't hardly get uh, pharmacies to to fill them because, like yeah. the hydroxychloroquine, you can't hardly get a pharmacy to 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 fill that, right. even though it, it's it, it you know at the beginning of this stuff they're saying hey this could be a game changer. And there's, you can look in Virology Journal. There's the article in there, a peer-reviewed article from a peer-reviewed scientific journal saying, you know, this can be effective against a SARS-CoV-2 type infection. It's exactly what we're dealing with, but they don't want to do anything. And what little bit they have done, they, from what I've been able to read and, and gather information on, they jacked up the dosage so high that it was going to make it lethal regardless. Right. And they waited till the, you know, till like, okay, it's like waiting till stage four cancer and then saying, okay, we're going to start right, yeah. treating. Yeah. This most now. of the testing they, they did was on. Yeah. Once they were in the ICU, you're not going to help anybody, you're not going to help anybody at that point. No. See, get, on it on, get on it early. Like just every, everything else that we, you know, that we, we talk about, you know, get on it early and get treatment so that it's, it's, it's easier to, to, to take care of. Well, see, I, know. St- I still think there's variants out there that we don't know about that's been there since the beginning. Yeah, probably. Of all of this. Well, I mean, have you seen, um, it's a Paramount Plus um, exclusive, what's it called? The first 72, I think it is. I think I saw a trailer for it, it's, maybe. It's uh, all about the first, I guess, 72 hours of Wuhan when it hit. And you look at how bad it was there. I mean, everybody got it. Everybody got it. And it didn't matter what type. Of, I mean, the chemical suits duct taping their gloves to their hands. People like that were still catching this virus. How did it? I mean, yeah, it got bad at certain places and clusters. But, I mean, it just spread so crazy. And then now they're telling us, uh, what is this newest variant? Brazil? 
Like it's from Brazil, some new variants that CBS was talking about saying that it's now in the United States and that it's more deadlier than the European. And I don't, I don't think they know, and, and I don't believe anything that the news says. Anyway. I, don't, I don't either, but that that's what worries me even more. All right, now this is going to make me sound a little conspiracy, a little cute. Oh, here. no, not you. <laughs> well, Go I mean, ahead. Considering the vaccines, and some people, they're saying... With the double-dose vaccine. You take one vaccine, two weeks later you take the other. Well, I know more than a few people, and I'm sure both of you do too, they took the first vaccine and it took them close to a month, maybe even two months before they got the second dose. And then now they're saying with a certain version of the vaccine, you need a third dose. But then they were also doing investigations saying, well, you may have got one dose of one vaccine, one dose of another. And I had had saw some doctors that they were doing the person got the one, the first dose of the first one. And they said it didn't even matter if they went and got the second dose of, of the other, that it would still. Well, how do we don't know that there's a greater agenda that's actually trying to mutate the virus? Maybe the virus didn't do what it was supposed to do in mass. I don't know. I mean, I'm, 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 I, t- I'm, I told you, this, that was going to sound crazy, but it was just a brain fart. But it makes me wonder, they keep claiming there's these mutant variants, but people that get tested, they don't tell them what variant they have, but yet they're saying that, all right, it's clearing up in this area. Oh, now we're seeing a massive spike after vaccination, and that shouldn't happen. Right. But it is. But that's what I'm saying. They say that we're seeing this massive spike, but we're not. All you have to do is go to the the website, the federal website that has it by state, by county, the entire U.S., every one of them. And the the news will report we have this massive spike. It's because we went from we we were having... 3,000 a day, and then we're down to 2,000 a day, and now we're down to 1,200 a day, and now we're down to 800 a day, or we're down to 200 a day. And then tomorrow, they're like, okay, well, we had a little uptick to 300. Well, they're like, that's a 50% increase. That's a, ma- that's a massive uptick. That's a big spike. No, when you look at it, if that was the stock market, that'd be a little blip. You, you know... If now, if it continues like that for the next three weeks or month, but if you look at the majority of every county and every state on there, all of them are still trending way, 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 way down. And you can look and find, yeah, here's one county that had a little tick for like two days, they were up, and then now they're back trending down again. And those are the ones that the news keeps pulling out. And saying, here's, you know, because, well, have you have you watched any of the, the CNN stuff that come out with, uh, I've been posting some of it with. Uh, they pro- cherry project, the news. Well, no, What's I mean, Project doing? Veritas r- yeah, released. Yeah, where they're talking about where if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. And him and talking about the death toll. they don't say that out loud, but. No, he does say that out loud. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, that and that's what he's saying. That when he when they're talking about these things, they don't actually come out and say it. Oh no, but he says in, internally they tell them that. He said yeah. they'll get on the phone when you listen to him do. He said they'll call the little red bat phone rings there in studio and telling them why'd you take the death toll ticker off the screen? I want the numbers back on the screen. Why'd you take them off? Put them back on. 
We need to keep the numbers pumped up. Yeah. And, and you know, and that's what he was talking about. Say, and he, you know, he made the comment that he, they were looking for bigger numbers. They, they wanted it to be higher because they were like, why can't it be higher? Because yeah. that'll generate more views that they wanted the death count to be and up higher. Can, oh, yeah. Increase more panic. Right. Here's the thing. And, and I said, um, Tennessee Freedom Doctors, that's one of the, the doctors that I ended up getting a, getting a hold of, and she helped me tremendously. She did a uh, she did a, she did an interview for, and it was placed on YouTube. YouTube took it down, and then they put it on Rumble. But from what she was reading, all these emergency authorizations that they have for these vaccines go away. If you can come up with, if the medical community can come up with an established protocol for treatment. Right. And so that's why these things like hydroxychloroquine and these other things that, that I'm, you know, that I've been put on probably have all been swept under the rug because they don't want that emergency authorization to go away. What exactly, what kind of crazy Frankenstein experiments are they trying to do on us by, a messenger RNA vaccination when none of them up to this point has actually worked, never made it out of animal trials. But That's now they're going to use this emergency. The zombie to, apocalypse. To Black summer. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. That's what's happened. Well, it kind of makes you wonder considering what else is 28 happening days later. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. Um, Social our, security payments were getting too high. We needed to lower the, the Social Security payouts well, that a little and, bit. Well, that in our glorious Fuhrer, um, Joe Biden, yeah. he said, like, he actually gave a deadline to have troops out of Afghanistan, Iraq, and, you right. know, the general Middle East. Which was actually, it's which is actually, it's a well, well, no, I was going to say, and it's actually six months after Trump had already set that date. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. We no. were supposed to be out in May, and that's what Russia had the problem with. I mean, not Russia, uh, <laughs> Not the Taliban. What's the group that uh, spoke up about it yesterday? That they're upset that he pushed the deadline back. That I'm not sure. Because he moved it to September 11th, you know, as symbolic on the 20th anniversary. Well, some people think that they kind of... All right, think about this. All right, you got the date that when all troops are supposed to be out. But they didn't say that the troops are coming home, right? Oh, no. But then, of course, what do we have going on right now? A country that hasn't really been in the highlight for a while. It's usually it's been China with the concentration camps and trade. Now Russians are moving to Ukraine and amassing soldiers at the border of Ukraine. And we already know that they will do something like that. They did it with Crimea. I mean, news reporters were walking up unarmed with their hands up and Russian soldiers, you know, right up in their face with rifles. Well, if you need a amassing of troops in a spot at a certain time, it's good to pull them out because these sanctions don't go into effect until, what, June 18th, I think it was? It's June something. And then after that, people expect it can get a lot worse. Or that's when stuff will start to happen. And if Russia, of course, decides to do what they do with Crimea, of course, the United States, we're going to look at it as, oh, that's Russia, they're doing this, they were helping Trump, they were, they're just taking a country that was actually a part of them for... How many hundreds of years before the Soviet Union and during the Soviet Union, Ukraine was part of that area, you know? 
Until, of course, end of World War II and end of the Soviet Union, yada, yada. And then, of course, you have China threatening, what is it, Thailand? Or is it Th- not Thailand? Uh, Taiwan? Taiwan. Um, and we're saying, you don't do that. We'll get you. And China's like, whoa! And, I mean, that sounded bad. I didn't mean it to come out that way. All right, China's saying, we threaten you with Mortal Kombat. All right, that didn't come out good either. Yeah. Well, you, you, get, you, get the, you get the thing. If something happens... <clears throat> you know, every single Mortal Kombat character is racist. Not Johnny Cage. Really? Yeah, he is. Johnny yeah. Cage kind of is, too. Yeah, it's every like, single one of them yeah. is a stereotype. Well, the original Scorpion wasn't. I mean, he had Viagra, and they named him <laughs> Scorpion, and he kind of shot up. All right, yeah, well. <sighs> yeah, but... um. We're on the verge of something big here, and I'm not saying that the world's getting ready to go into World War III, which it could. I feel like that we, our country, could end up... I think we're already in a civil war right we're, now. We're, we're, we're in, in a, a cold war, We're in a cold too. war, cold, a cold civil war, and that's all it's ever going to be. I don't think we'll ever get to boots-on-the-ground kind of civil war-type fighting. A civil war? No, world um, war, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, as far as the, the civil war... I think we're we're going to continue to have more division between the red and the blue. I'm the more states, or well, you only it's not even going to be states. It's going to be cities and the and the suburbs or the the yeah the flyover areas. I'm, I'm kind of worried that instead of convincing you to take a gas shower, they convince you to take a shot, yeah. and you don't know who's sitting behind that computer monitor just watching, waiting to push a button that we don't know what's out there. We know there's nanotechnologies that they use to treat cancer that they can re- like do remotely, but it's known stuff. Right. What about stuff we don't know? All right, I just went total Q there and didn't even mean to. But <laughs> but no, my whole point earlier about the Johnson & Johnson one was that the FDA recommended halting it along um, with CDC as far as because they've had six patients develop blood clots out of over 7 million that were vaccinated. So that's less than one per million yeah. that developed blood clots. Right now, women taking birth control average one per thousand develop blood clots. And they don't halt that they don't have a problem with that they don't say anything with that there has to be a reason right so the if you're johnson and johnson who would want you more to not be able to use your vaccine if it's not pfizer and moderna i mean and who i mean if it if it was only the news promoting this they say, oh, we found six. We think you should stop. She's taking oh, every, this one. Everybody be taking it. Right. Well, I mean, then I would say, okay, because I imagine Pfizer is probably one of the largest ad buyers for all of television. I mean, so whatever they're going to say, you as a, uh, I know journalism should be separate from the ad office, but you know it's not because... <laughs> The news today isn't journalism anymore. 
They do whatever gets eyeballs, whatever gets clicks, whatever makes the most money. Well, think about it. CNN, well, or CNN or Fox, they will pop up and say, there was a school shooting today. We'll be right back with the details. Try this. It helps erectile dysfunction. Right. Uh, it might cause a tumor in your heart. It might cause your brain aneurysm. It might cause your your penis to fall off. It might cause. It just goes on for two minutes of side effects while the people are literally walking down the street, bouncing basketballs, <laughs> just dancing like the Joker. And then it goes back. No one killed. Suspect killed. Um, police shot a black man. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you got six females that have, but how many other people have died from this vaccine from other causes? Right. Now, you just don't want to say it's six. Six people with blood clots have died. No, no, they didn't even die. They didn't die. They only just developed blood clots. Only only one one of them died. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's just it. There's got to be something else going on here. More people are dying from this than what they're letting on. Um, and, yeah, and but my, it's still between so all why, three. Yeah. Mean, so why if and why if good you know if you just got six people that get blood clots and one dies, why stop are it? You're going to stop giving right? It? Yeah, why stop it? Unless there's something else going on. I think it's money. I think because the other two companies don't want it. <clears throat> that could be part of it. I mean, if you're Apple and Google Android comes out with a new phone. It's like he was saying just a second ago with with all the side effects from your your whatever, penile erectile dysfunction (laughs) drug. It's got got this side effect, this side effect, this side effect, this side effect. Now we're looking and we're seeing this. Okay, there's blood clots. There's what other side effects have they talked about that, you know, that have also – you could crank up that death rate. Right. See your family you know physician saying? if you die. You know, is there is there anal leakage involved here? I mean, it's or even if there it's, there, it's, there doesn't even have to be anything else <clears throat> other than the fact that the big dog Pfizer or Moderna doesn't want it. They don't want. It's like if you're Apple could be true too. and you make iPhones, and then Samsung starts making this Android phone, and you're like, hey, FCC. Um, we think we found one case where this Samsung phone caught on fire. We think you should temporarily restrict them and not allow them to sell any phones for the safety of the people. You know, it kind of wants me where right now I don't have health insurance, thanks to 2020, to go and attempt to get the vaccine and tell them I'd pay myself, even though I ain't got the money to pay myself. And find out how much it actually costs between those two vaccines. Oh, I don't know. Because they say it don't cost you anything, but they want your insurance. Well, no, no. You can, you can just go get it. Cause, um, they're all covered either way. How, it's all how? subsidized. The government's paying for them. So basically what we're saying here. You're paying for it, but through you your did. tax dollars. Yes, yeah, your, your taxes are paying. For They're already prepaid. Even- we paid for we we bought from Pfizer billions of dollars worth of vaccines before they even developed it. They hadn't even approved it yet for emergency use yet. <clears throat> we went ahead and already paid them for it. For I don't remember how many hundreds before we of even millions. Knew if it was going to work or right. Not. We paid for hundreds of before millions we- of doses. None of those companies are. They're all publicly traded companies. And they're, none of them's logo looks like an umbrella by chance, <laughs> do they? Nah. 
But I don't John Johnson kind of does. And <laughs> according to like I think it was in 1986, they passed this law saying that the pharmaceutical companies can't be sued for the development of these vaccines, and if they you know they accidentally kill somebody, right. while, while it's still under the emergency, can't be sued. No, 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 they can't be sued for the product. Every other product out there, you can sue somebody over. Why, only know, while it's under drunk, the emergency you can, use. You can, June first, it has no, supposed no, you, to. You, you, no, June first, it's supposed to come out of emergency use. They're supposed to either approve it or deny it, and then after that, then it's going to be like any other medication. Then you, then you'll have all these lawyers saying, you know, back in twenty twenty one, were you, you know, were, were you, you exposed to such and right. such vaccine? Did you? Did Are you, you experiencing to- a third nipple now? Um, <laughs> that gives you clairvoyance. Powers. Yeah, <laughs> third, I thought six was normal. Depends how many friends are with. Quit looking down, <laughs> looking down your shirt. All right, let's talk about the police a little bit. Um, which I know you all have seen the uh, the 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 woman officer that taser, shot. Taser, taser, uh, yeah. What's his name? Yeah, um, Dante Wright. Yeah. Um. Dante Wright. Um, yeah, she was charged with second-degree manslaughter. This was after <clears throat> she chose to resign. Yeah. Um, she which she should have resigned. She screwed up. I mean, she yeah. there was... Um, now, the fact that some... What was the woman that... Uh, all right, to, to lay it out first, what? Okay, Dante... He was what uh, Dante Wright. He had a uh, warrant for his arrest. He had, <laughs> he had an outstanding warrant for an aggravated assault charge, um, where he uh, I don't remember. Yeah, it, it was a while ago. I know one. Um, I know he had like a weapon without um, a permit. They said. yeah, that's that's what caused the initial thing of the very first charge. I think yeah. against him and back see, in like two thousand nineteen. This is one of the things that the media is, in my opinion, pushing the false narrative. They're they're making it sound like, oh, he just got pulled over because he had a headlight or a tail light. Yeah. Out or well, his like his, his tags. And that's not the case at all. His tags were expired. Um, registration was expired, but which was also, what initiated the the stop. Yeah. Which then, through calling it in, they realized there's an outstanding warrant. Yeah, because you because you got to know who you're dealing. With. Right. So then they immediately go to arrest him. Um, and you see, they have him when they for the first officer. I I'm not sure if that officer was a rookie. He looked a lot younger. The first initiating officer would have had him up against him. the car. No, but you could tell. <clears throat> um, listening to Officer Tatum do the breakdown video of of that, you know, he pointed out a few things, saying that you know, Monday, you know, morning quarterback kind of thing um, that he mm-hmm. he wasn't being not saying aggressive with him, but he wasn't being as commanding with him when he he was fumbling with his handcuffs because at first he was kind of compliant. He got him out of the car. He was standing there. He put his hands behind his back. He he was, I think, it accepted the fact that he's going to jail. Um, And the officer made the mistake of trying to cuff him standing inside the doorway of his car being open 
he should have walked him to the back of the vehicle. You know, there were two other officers there. Um, but And he was fumbling with the handcuffs a little bit, having problems getting them out, getting them open. And just it, it took too long, and it gave Dante Wright an opportunity to make some bad choices in his head and go, you know what, I'm not going to go for this. I'm going to run. <laughs> um, if he would have been, just been a little more forceful with him, crossed his legs, got him up against the car, just, you know, arrested him like he should have. It would have been over a lot quicker and then never would have escalated. But that's all Monday morning quarterback come. Right. Possibly. Right. But so he decides, okay, no, I'm not going. So he jumps back in the car. Um, And the officer, you know, trying to grab him. She comes around. I guess the claim was she thought she was pulling her taser. And she she yells, I'm going to tase you. And then she yells, taser, taser, taser. And uh, he's leaning over, reaching into the car, into, like, the floorboard of the car. And I guess, you know, the idea could be she thought he had a weapon. He thought, you know, whatever reason. Um, But she fired a single shot. And then, you know, and then she panicked. She's like, oh, crap, you know, I shot him. And then he it's when he kind of speeds off and then, you know, Mm -hmm. and wrecks and dies. Um, not from the wreck, but you know, from the single shot. You know, at this point, yeah, I mean, she screwed up. Yeah, she definitely screwed up. At this point, though, and she's every, a twenty-six-year veteran. Yeah, well, well, see, every time a cop kills somebody right now, even with white people, it still makes it in the news. Uh, I mean, you can tell what's mm, protested and what's not. Not a whole lot of white ones shot making the news. <sighs> no, I haven't seen any. Uh, you'll see where it'll happen, but you they don't go any further. They'll just say it happened. You don't see body cam. It's just one of them things where it's like, oh, they bring it up, and then they go to the next subject. Even though it almost happens three to one. So, um, But like he said on CNN, it doesn't make for a good story. No, no. You know, they, we you, have to fit the story we're telling as far as the news. They, so they have their... So we, they should, want. we should do what the, the protesters want. We need right. to abolish the police, military control all the way. <clears throat> Tim Poole said that he, he if he was Minneapolis police, he said every single one of them should quit. Mayor should go. There you go. You all voted for these people that are letting this continue to happen as far as your state, your governor, that are talking about abolishing the police and doing the, you know, crazy thought here, we'll, we'll see what happens. And you just run it by yourself for a while and see how you handle it. And then go full military control. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. There's actual, no, they'd be begging for help in, in less than a day. There's things in, there's, there's things in the constitution that says you can't, you know, quarter troops in a time of peace. And so, instead of going, would that, that would that route, be considered a time and, and, of and, peace? No, 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 hold on, hold on. Instead of going that route, they're talking about how they want to remake the police department and stuff like that. Militarized. Two years ago, when not when when nine eleven happened, and they wanted all these TSA agents. How did they tell you that you had to professionalize? You had to make them freaking. Uh, federal employees. Well, look so at the Boston now, bombings. What you're looking at, what you're looking at, is an opportunity for the federal government to step in, and since they don't like local control of police departments, which is 
basically what this is, in my opinion, boiling down to, they're going to say, oh, well, to have a professional police department, you've got to federalize and you got to put them under our control. Well, look at what happened in Boston Period. during the Boston, like after the Boston <clears throat> Marathon bombings. Yes, it was a horrible scenario. A lot of bad stuff happened that day. Within less than 24 hours, the entire town was militarized, but it wasn't uh, the National Guard. It was fully militarized SWAT and police officers. Yeah, that's not militarized, though. Well, I mean, yeah, with what they had, just because too. just because they've got on black body gear and they're carrying AR style looking weapons, but the armored tanks and the vehicles you going down the road, and then they had the MRADs attached to it, the sound weapons that they can use. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh no, I mean it's they're not going down the road with missile launchers or anything, but in a country like this, depending on the neighborhood, especially like a city or like a more urban type environment. It's all they need. You're gonna if if any type of actual breakout happened of a like one of these big riots and somebody pulls out a machine gun and starts shooting, you know every one of those riot cops that are actually armed are gonna fire back and then everybody's gonna retreat. Right. It's gonna either be like uh, well, I mean, that's the whole reason most police don't use revolvers now is all because of that bank robbery in L.A. So oh, that yeah, was with in, the that fully was, automatic, yeah. the two ski masks, did, right. yeah, full body armor, yep. And um, but see, and that's 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 what we're looking at here. They're wanting to, uh, in my this is my opinion, but it makes sense. They're wanting to federalize the police department so that they can take the local control away from the you know, from the local people. You know, sheriffs elected by the local people, uh, your police chiefs. You know they're they're here. They're they're local people. You know you you know these people. They're in your community. And now, like I said, I, I have a feeling there's going to be this big push that if you're going to professionalize your police department, you're going to have to federalize it. Well, think and about so it now. Yeah. And so now we're now the police department. It's not even. It's not answering to the mayor. It's not answering to the governor. It's answering to some bureaucrat up in Washington D.C. Right. So, to, you know, and we've all seen how good that's done with our education department. Back before there was a, a department of education, we were we were one of the most intelligent countries on the face of the planet. And all of a sudden, oh, we got to have a, a department of education as a as a seat on the, you know, the president's cabinet. And from that point until now, if if we had a good competent government, government <clears throat> that would work. Because, and in my opinion, that's the only way true police reform could work. Because federalizing. Well, okay. Let's say right now, what is the only way to truly reform police? What What do you think is the number one thing they need more of? Training. Right, which is comes down to money. Money. So you have to have. Well, it comes down, and it's just it doesn't come down just to money. It comes down to time. The time is there's, money. There's, there's you. You can fix well, every single one of it with enough dollars. Yeah, but that's it. Police departments aren't going to want to have half their shift out here training, half a shift or even a full shift, when they could be out on the road writing tickets. If they just think they're not going to want that. If it's like okay, they've done their they've done however let's see, 
15, 16 weeks of, of, of training at the police academy. Right. They're trained, get them out here. And we've got a substantial investment in these people. Now they need to start generating revenue to pay back that investment that we have with right. them. But that's and so it. To, that's to only them, if you're looking them. at it that you only get ROI on that. If you if you think there is no ROI on training, you you would believe that. If you're, yeah, but, but that's just it though. There are people out there that believe that there is no return on investment on training. There is it's a return not, on investment just, on training. There is to people that understand right. what training is and how it can work and how it can. That's make my you point. More effective, that's why there, it would federally is. have to happen. You, you would have to have would, a good government that would see that correctly and institute that correctly. As long as it's locally dictated, you have too many chiefs who have their own ideas and opinions. This county, now, if you looked at it as a capitalist way, why do we have such great iPhone, or say an iPhone, but why do we have such great cell phones? It's because of capitalism. Because they broke, they broke up the, well, because they broke up Bell back years ago. Right, no, but... But that is capitalism. Right. Bell was a, a, a monopoly, and they so, broke it up, and, and all of a sudden you've got this. Let's say Bristol decided you know what we're gonna figure out a way to pay our officers 250 grand a year we're gonna give them uh 50 week work 25 field work 25 training work we're gonna have the best trained the most professional officers in the country Every officer in the country is going to work, want to work there. So, all of these competing, you know, municipalities are going to have to compete with them. So they're going to have to raise their game. Instead of now, everything now is a race to the bottom. How can we get the cheapest work out of the cheapest people with the cheapest training and make the most revenue off of tickets? That's not how it should work. Everything right no, no, now is a race a, to the bottom. We're going to cut I mean, funding. We're going to cut. Everything that you do that deals with the government, that's that's their attitude. Right. Who, this is like building this, building a building down the road here that's going to be the new courthouse. They don't want the person that can build the best courthouse. They want the person that can build the cheapest courthouse. Mm, it depends who's paying for it. No, uh, no, there's a lot. The I know. I know a lot of people that build a lot of buildings, and they don't always go for the cheapest. Especially if the money's coming, if it's coming from another area. If you have any sort of federal money coming in, they want. I want to charge actually the most I can get out of it, as long as it's one of my buddies who's building it. As long as it's one of my buddies who's providing the concrete for it, or my buddy who's doing all the land survey for it. As long as I can wet my beak on every little piece of this, <coughs> the place, stimulus. The, right. the place that I work <coughs> at, the jail I work in right now, has been open for I think 10, 15 years. From the time that that building has opened, it has <coughs> leaked every time it rains. Right. Well, that doesn't mean and they got no, the cheapest bid. Because, that just means they did the shoddiest work. <laughs> They could have overpaid for it, and somebody's pocketing a little money here and there. Yeah. I've had my own theories about that place. 
But the point of it is, is every time it rains, it leaks, and it shouldn't. You know, right. it's it's the it's it's like you said. Uh, <clears throat> my wife, she had to her her printer broke. She had to go get a new one. Her boss gives her a credit card and says, "Go out and get us a, a new printer for you." And she's like, "Okay, no problem." So she calls around town, finds the cheapest uh, printer that she can find, the, you know, the the least expensive, and and she, and to her, she feels like, "Hey, I'm saving the uh, I'm saving the the state money by purchasing this from this company over here." When all these other companies have more expensive, all their printers are more expensive for the comparable model. Right. And uh, she comes back in. She's like, puts her little printer out on her desk, takes the receipt over to her boss. And her boss is like, where did you buy this? And she's like, well, it's there on the receipt. That's where I bought it from. And she's like, well, you can't do that. They don't have a state contract. Right. So to do business in the state of Virginia, You've got to give so much of the money that they spend back to the state, which means that if you're going to make your money on your printer, whatever that may be, uh, you've got to jack the price up because they expect you to give them money back. Right. So for you, it's, it's, it's a screwed up system. It's just more regulation, more more rules, more regulation. It's it's there to give somebody <clears throat> more money. They, I, I once sat in on a. I, I was all going I, into the black budget. God knows what they're doing. I was there. on a jury once. Um, I was on a jury once that uh, this it was a it was a, a civil case, but <clears throat> it came out during the trial. There was this woman. Okay, to do business, to do federal work. <laughs> like to do road work, to do federal work, you have to have so many of the contractors you use have to be diverse, whether it's people of color or women, or you have to, a certain percentage of the contractors that or the subcontractors that you use. Minorities. Right. Have to be some sort of minority. <clears throat> this woman what it came out during the trial it was all legal everything they were doing but this guy owned a uh, a concrete company that was doing business and they were doing business with this other trucking company that was the you know that they were getting their concrete from they're both white to fill all their diversity requirements they hire this woman she lives in London. She, they buy the concrete from her. She places the order for the concrete. So it'd be <laughs> like, I, I, I need t tacos. This uh, African American woman, but I, I'm buying my concrete from you. But I place the order with him, and he orders it from you, and you deliver it to me. But yet, technically, on paper, I'm buying my concrete from her. All she did, she was a minority middleman. Like a bridge. She never handled product. She never did anything. They would, if let's say you were charging a hundred grand for the concrete, she would charge me a hundred and ten grand. So she would just 
wet her beak a little off of it. And that and that was 100% legal and everything she was doing. And she did hundreds of jobs all over the state like that. Do you, do you need some concrete? I'll be happy to <laughs> make 10 grand. But, so, I mean, and all of that, and that's supposed to help small business, minority-owned small businesses. But that's not what it does. It creates situations like that where people find their ways around it. And And it's just like working up at the college where my wife works. They'll hold on to their budget until it comes to the end of the budget cycle. And then all of a sudden, they're like, we've got to get rid of this money because if we don't spend everything that they gave us this year, next year, they'll give us less. Right. Because they think you can run on that. Yeah, exactly. They think, well, okay, you didn't spend everything that you, that you, you know, we gave you last year. So obviously you didn't need as much as we gave you. So you can run on less. And, but that's not what they do. They, they, like I said, they wait until the very last minute and then they see, okay, this is what we're going to do. And we're just going to wipe out this budget in, you know, just a matter of just a month or two. (coughs) So that when it comes to, you know, getting the budget for next year, we can add that 10% or whatever it is that we say we need from one year to the next, regardless of how well they actually, you know, did anything, took care of the budget or not. You know, I mean, they could have been out buying just stupid crap just to get rid of it. Right. Just to get rid of the money. That's what happens at the end. Instead of spend it when you need it for the stuff you do need. Yeah, you skimp and, you know, barely get by, and then they blow it at the end. But but anyway, back to that. Oh, sorry. Just so they can say they spent it all and get more money next year. Right. But back to that officer, <clears throat> you know, she, she ended up shooting him, killing him. She resigned. The police chief resigned or I don't know, the chief captain, the head of the police, whatever he resigned. <clears throat> what, which is fine. Um, I, I wouldn't want to be a part of that system there anyway, especially after what happened with the, uh, the city manager. Here's a clip of, the media was asking questions about this was shortly after it the because you know of course the media was calling for her her to be fired and arrested and you know riots have broke out everywhere and but here was his response to if he supported terminating her all employees working for the city of brooklyn center uh, are entitled to due process with respect to discipline uh, this employee will receive due process, and that's really all that I can say today. Within hours of that press conference, Elliot tweeted that the city council passed a motion giving the mayor's office command authority of the police department. Yeah, the city council voted then to give the mayor's office authority over the police department, and the mayor fired that that city manager because he wouldn't take a stand, because he said that we need to... There's a such thing as due process, and we need to let it play out and, you know, make sure they, right, fired, exactly. him. they fired him for that. <clears throat> and they shouldn't have. No. But and he's, the he's, city council. How, how much you want to how much you want to bet that the man's a Democrat? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying the city council, he's, he's, one of the they, they voted three to two 
um, to give the command to the, the mayor. And the one woman on the city council afterwards when they interviewed her, she said that the, the city manager, he's a great guy. He was doing a great job. The only reason she voted that way is because she knew the mob would come for her and her house. <laughs> and that's sad. If she didn't do that. And they all, and here's the mayor's response. I don't believe oh that gosh. officers need to necessarily uh, have weapons, uh, you know, uh, every time they, they're, they're making a, a traffic stop. Oh, my God. He doesn't even think police need to have weapons. The man's an idiot. Yeah. I'm I mean, sorry. He has. He, has he's, he's, he can have his own opinion. That's great. <laughs> you know, you don't think cops need to have weapons. But the, the point of it is, is. They live in an you, imaginary you, you, world. You, you hit upon this with the, the L.A. bank robberies. Right. The police were under under firepowered. That's all there was to. Right. They was running around in, in body armor. Firepower was not what it should have been. People got hurt that day because of that. And uh, you don't know what you're going to pull up on on any given day. You know, this guy could this 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 incident that could have happened. It could have went a totally different way. You know, hey, your tags are dead. Here's a warning. Get it fixed. You know, I'm going to run. You make sure you're not got any wanted papers against you or whatever. But it goes it goes the totally other way too, where you know this guy could be a felon. He could be wanted for any any number of heinous crimes, right? And he's armed. He's going to have a gun because. Bad guys, they don't care about how many, you know, gun control laws that you well, put in place. They're going to have, they're going to get one somewhere. Well, and uh, and so now here you are, you're at a disadvantage now because some dumb butt mayors, oh, you know, they don't really need to have a gun when they do every little thing. It's like, well, mm-hmm. well, what about that you may video? Not, you may not need that gun for every little thing that you do, but it's one of those deals where you'd rather have it and not need it then need it and not have it. Well, see, what about that video? I don't know what year it was, but it's actually a video that they require police officers to watch in order to become a police officer. And it's of a cop, you know, he's performing a traffic stop on a guy in a truck. The guy gets out of the truck because he pulls him out. The whole time he's holding a gun on him, telling him to, like, get down, get down. And the guy starts dancing and everything and then literally reaches inside the car and comes back out with... um. I don't know. I don't remember if it was a rifle or a shotgun. And he kills the cop on the dash cam. And you hear that horrific scream of that cop because right. he wouldn't he wouldn't pull the trigger. He didn't want to shoot. He backed up and let the guy kill him. And you hear like the cop's last breaths as this guy's still shooting him before he runs and gets in his truck and takes off. Of course, I think they did catch the guy later. But even like I've seen a lot of like combat videos. And everything that man's scream was haunting. But if you're an officer, you're in a situation. Anytime, anytime you're in a situation where you need to defend somebody else or yourself, the thought of is the mayor going to be behind me? Is my is my you know captain going to be behind me? Is the city going to be behind me? Is the community going to throw me under the bus? None of that should ever even cross your mind when you're making a decision. Yeah. Should I save this person's life? Because the second you hesitate is when something happens. And when you die. Right. It's like there's a, a new video that came out yesterday. That guy shot that uh, 
was he 13? I think it was in Chicago. 13 year old boy. Um, in, in the video, you can see him. He's chasing him. The kid's got a gun. He's a little gangbanger. They, I mean, uh, he, he, he had a pretty good reputation in that area. Yeah. Um, he's chasing him. And right as he's coming up on him, almost got him, the kid uh, kind of is stepping through like a, a busted fence. And he's like halfway through the fence. And he realizes kind of that, you know, hey, okay, I'm caught. And uh, he pitches. Uh, you can see him. He, he has the gun in his hand. <laughs> and right as he's spinning around. He kind of pitches it to the side, but he's spinning around with the gun in his hand when the officer shoots him. Well, of course, everybody on Twitter was frame by frame breaking that down. And you see it the right as the gun's out for not even a tenth of a second. The kid's kind of got his hands up when the officer shoots him. But you play that in real time. You see a kid swinging around with a gun in his hand. So, I mean, yeah. That's easy to, yeah, make decisions like that when you're, yeah, frame by frame. Hey, man, I got to go. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Hey, get the feeling better, yeah. man. Good talking to you. Go get some rest. Thank you. See you guys later. See, See you, man. Hopefully he gets over it pretty quick. Yeah. But Ben and Jerry's, yeah, they tweeted. The murder of Dante Wright is rooted in white supremacy, which I have no idea how that was white supremacy and results from the intentional criminalization of black and brown communities. System can't be reformed. It must be dismantled in a real system of public safety rebuilt from the ground up. And which, um, which SS captain posted that quote? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, another company that wants to uh, get woke, go broke. Yeah, have you watched any of the uh, the CNN ones that we we're talking about? Possibly. I mean, I've I, I have the CNN app on my phone, and I like to go through it and look at it because it's kind of interesting to listen to their opinions. But uh, Project Veritas is one that did all this undercover stuff. COVID gangbusters are raving. Gangbusters. That guy's a technical director at CNN. Busters are raving. <clears throat> this girl that he was going out on dates with was setting him up. Ah, she okay. was filming him. Right? Which is why we constantly have the death toll on the side. Let's make it higher. Like, why isn't it high enough, you know, today? Like, it would make our point better if it was higher. It's fear. Like, fear really drives numbers. Fear is the thing that keeps you too dead. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads? Yeah. No, no one ever says it, those things out loud, but it's obvious. What they're actually doing, telling the person what to say. It's an art form. You know what I wonder? You know, whenever you see um, uh, the RT, like any any type of like Facebook post from RT, or even a Facebook post from iPanda, which is not news. It's right. videos of the panda bases in China. Right. You'll see iPanda right underneath it. Mm. Uh, China State Controlled News. RT, Russian state control news. Now, CNN I wonder, is. Uh, I wonder if you go to Russia or China and somebody's watching CNN or Fox, does it say 
United States state control or United States control news. He uh COVID gang. He says what's he call it? Uh, he no. says that it's it's a uh, definite propaganda. What they're doing? Uh, it's the Soviet Union flag. Yeah. I think I, I think we got him through this term. We would always show shots of him jogging. Him and aviator shades and like a, like you get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. Do you think it's going to be just like a lot of like fear, like climate? Yeah, fear sells. Fear sells. No one ever says it, those things out loud, but it's obvious. And what is it you do? Technical director. It's one step down from director. Videos we have just obtained. Yeah, <clears throat> um, Twitter today um, permanently blacklisted uh, Project Veritas <laughs> and uh, um, James O'Keefe, the guy that's over that. I haven't watched all the part three one yet. A bunch of I've only seen the. Uh, Part one and part two one. Instead of an attack Asian. We're trying to like help like with the BLM. Charlie Chester will shock you even more. This time we see Chester reconciling the truth that actually exists compared to what happens in his own network. I was trying to do some research on like the Asian hate, like the, you know, the, the people are getting attacked or a bunch of black men that have been attacking Asians. Um, so I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we're trying to like help like with the BLM and like, you're gonna like, I mean, it's individuals, it's not a people, you know? Um, that's not good. The optics of that are not good. These little things like that are enough to set back movements. You know? Because the, 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 uh, the far left will start to latch on and create a story of like, um, criminalizing an entire people. You know? Just easy, easier headlines that way, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. So you're saying that the, the far left would label a whole genre of people? I, I kind of miss your point. Um, that, like, uh, no, the conservatives, I'm sorry, not the far left. But, uh, I've noticed that, like, you get headlines that, you know, might, um, lump people together as opposed to focusing on the individual. I mean, that's what Trump ended up doing with, like, the China virus. And that put so much flame on an entire group of people as opposed to, you know, a few careless individuals. Right. Like, right, the actual source, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, say there's a white white shooter, black shooter. Which one are we gonna, you know, like? Yeah, I, the longest while, like, the story was like, people were like, la lapping up that it was like, you know, white guys for like so long. 
I don't know. I haven't seen anything about focusing on the color of people's skin that aren't white. It just, they just aren't saying anything. You know what I mean? They're just not. All of a sudden, that story loses a little steam. Like they just like leave it be. I don't know. I think I, I, it's got to be trends. Like what people will latch on to, you know? You're telling Michelle, you're telling me, you're saying like how media is the greatest weapon. Where were you going to go with that? Um, I mean, it's just propaganda, like, it can really... Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> CNN, I imagine, don't like him right now. Probably not, no. But, uh, yeah, we better wrap it up, too. Have a good night, people. Yeah, say yeah. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at Socially Sense. Thanks again, and see you next time.